0: Hey Ben, how are
1: you? Uh, I'm wonderful. Um, I'm excited about tonight. You seem like uh, yeah,
0: me too. You're
1: me too. We're, we're we're learning on the tech side, guys. We're 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 learning on the the technical side uh, of these live streams. We're trying to make this as um, as I'm
0: a little dark here. Aren't I? I'm in a different room. We're trying different see. things.
1: We're trying different things. We're gonna to try to make it as uh, as um, gosh as good of an experience for you guys as possible uh terry always good to see you thanks for being here man uh misty great to see you uh like i said if you guys have questions for doc um that's what this show is all about uh this is our live q a show we take um health and wellness questions uh tuesday nights at seven uh so thank you guys for for hanging out uh doc you ready to to jump on into to the show
0: yeah. You're supposed to ask me, what do you, how is your day? What are you seeing a lot of now? And <laughs> before we jump into it.
1: Hey, you know, when, when we turn the cameras on doc, I'm all, I'm all like I'm all live Q and a, you know, I'm not, I'm not here to, well, to small let me talk get it, with let you. Me,
0: let me always kind of update on everybody on how the week's going and what we're seeing a lot of, and what would you guess we're seeing a lot of now? COVID. <laughs> well, you know, I think today's Tuesday, Monday morning, uh, I got the office, I had 40 uh, calls waiting for COVID, new COVID patients. And yesterday, which was Monday, we, we saw more new COVID cases in our country than, than any other day we've ever, we've had 1.35 million new cases of COVID yesterday. Um, so, and that's reported COVID cases. So, you know, there's probably three times as many um, unreported COVID cases because nobody's going to report their own home testing, and that's where most of it is. Um, you know, so we're tr- we're just seeing a ton of of COVID. Um, we're treating that all day long, and I, I still, even though the Omicron variant supposed to be less um, vicious on you, um, we're still finding people get pretty sick with it. So I'm still a believer in early treatment, especially those with Uh, multiple risk factors Um, but fortunately as I was watching on the news tonight uh, Dr. Biden has announced that his free test strips are going to come out by the end of this month thank goodness we will be here at the end of the month so every family is going to get four uh, free test strips paid for by the government so that's going to jump in and save everybody I think but when you start thinking about it it may not save everybody because the test strips don't work too good. There's, there's so many false negatives. Plus you're more contagious in the two days leading up to when you have any symptoms. So I guess you're going to test everybody in our country every day. And then what are you going to do if you have a positive, because they don't think you can treat this early. What are you going to do? Just wait and just go to the hospital and you can't breathe. So I guess you're going to know you have COVID maybe after two or three days, and then you can't, then what What are you going to do? So in my opinion, that's the biggest waste I've ever seen in my life of sending out these test kits. What they should have done is sent everybody a free bottle of vitamin D. And, and that would have been a lot better strategy. I think um, <clears throat> even Dr. Fauci came out today and his uh, testimony today and said that everybody is going to get COVID. Uh, so that's kind of a reassuring um, statement from uh, Dr. Fauci uh, now that we're two years into this thing and, and he's admitting that nothing we, we've done has really worked. So it's just kind of a sad state of affairs. So <clears throat> my hope, the good news is, the hope is that um, this Omicron variant, that's what this is, will just go ahead and infect everybody like it apparently is. Whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated, we treat it all day long. There's no difference at all. And um, so we're hoping that um, it, it it does infect everybody. And unfortunately, we're gonna we're gonna see some fallout from that because people can die of COVID. This is a real thing. Um, you know, it's a really bad flu, and vulnerable people can die. And sometimes some outliers. So it's not a fake illness. It's a real thing. Um, but hopefully, because it's gonna infect everybody. Then we can develop some of this herd immunity and get the innate immunity, which is stronger than the vaccine immunity. Um, so that's a good part of it. But I, I know I, I, I kind of rant on this a little bit at the beginning of every show, but um, you know it's just hard not to when you're seeing this every day and you're treating it, and you're one of the few people who's actually willing to treat it um, aggressively with medicines like ivermectin and steroids and zithromax and high dose vitamins. And it's just frustrating as a practitioner to see all this, you know, COVID around, we've completely failed. Um, in the United States, we've had more COVID as of yesterday, 1.35 million. That's more than any other country in the world by far. So it's really hitting us pretty hard. Um, so take care of your own immune system. Go ahead and take your vitamins. Um, um and you know seek early treatment do not wait because you can get really sick and and die even with this Omicron variant you can definitely die from it if you're vulnerable and you don't seek early treatment and seek help but anyway that's my little that's my little diatribe tonight so uh, no i
1: i like that i like a little you know state of the union uh, what you're seeing in the office and 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 it seems to be you know very similar to what people are hearing in the sense that you know, numbers are are through the roof right now, and have, are higher than they've ever been. Are you seeing? You know, uh, we're hopeful that the Omicron's a little less virulent, like you said, than than the Delta. Um, so, you know, if you do get sick, it's not nearly as lethal. Uh, but it sounds like you are still still heavily um, recommending early treatment, even if yeah. symptoms aren't that bad.
0: Yeah, I really do. Um, sometimes. You know, there's outliers that that can fall through the cracks and, you know, keep care of your own immune system. So take your vitamins. And and if you do get it, um, if you have symptoms, get tested. And uh, don't rely on the test. You may have to test three times before it'll turn positive. There's a lot of false negatives in these home kits. You don't really have time to wait for the PCR test, which is a little more accurate test. But um, so if you have symptoms, you know, certainly test and don't test a neg. don't trust a negative because matter of fact, you, you could have a positive after all. So, but it's, it's very much out there right now. We've never seen this much.
1: So, um, you know, if, just- if, if say, you know, you said you're most contagious, you know, before you even realize you have it, um, what's your thoughts on, you know, um, isolating yourself um you know how should people go about their daily life
0: No, you should not isolate yourself because everybody needs to go on their their normal way because you can't avoid it i mean actually you just can't isolate yourself like that um so no going about your routine activities and um if you get it you know if you've I, i do believe you can get it more than once um i've just seen too much of that i know um Dr. Maloney doesn't think you can, but I I know you can, you can, you can have it a year ago. You can have it now. Um, Hopefully it's going to be a lot less virulent because you've got some innate immunity. Um, and people, some people are saying, well, thank God for the vaccines. It's making this Omicron a lot less lethal, Nah, I'm not so sure about that at all. It seems as viruses mutate, they become less virulent, um, because, the virus is trying to stay alive. If, if it kills everybody, it dies too. So uh, we just hope that um, we get um, some of the herd immunity by everybody getting infected. I mean, it's just the way it is. This, this vaccine is not working to prevent or transmit COVID. It's just not working at all in that. And you can make the argument that, well, it may keep you out of the hospital. It may, it may make it a little less, uh, lethal in certain individuals, but still the main overriding risk factors are still there, whether you have any variant or mutation of COVID. If you're morbidly obese, you have low vitamin D levels, um, and have a lot of risk factors, you know, you're know you not gonna do as well. So that's the thing we need to start looking out for. So please, i will to make a call for Dr. Biden to pass out vitamin D bottles instead of the free testing kits. Um, How long is that going to last a typical family anyway? Four days. And then we're not over this. So anyway, let's go on to the questions. I'm I'm tired of preaching.
1: (laughs) Well, we do have some COVID questions. Um, So I'll start with this. And this is in particular to someone with diabetes. Uh, Concerning diabetics that get COVID, is there anything in particular that you would do or take that's not already on your treatment protocol?
0: You know, with diabetics, of course, they're a little more at risk for getting sick. Of course, when you have any virus or bacterial infection, your sugars are gonna pop up just in the stress of having that illness. And so watch your sugars really really closely. Um, certainly if you're on insulin, you may have to adjust that according to what your blood sugars are. Um, so watch that, make sure that you don't eat sugar um, and you you keep your diet really clean. Um, and you know take all the precautions and get, seek early treatment and you may like on day four to five a lot of times I'll add a, a prednisone a steroid orally to your regimen especially if you're not doing really well or I'm worried about you you feel like it's getting in your lungs then I'll add prednisone did it many times today um, but for diabetics um, of course that's going to way raise your sugar so you got to be careful with uh, prednisone so maybe early use of inhaled budesonide which is an inhaled steroid doesn't seem to affect sugars as much as the oral prednisone still could you still have to look at them but um, so those some those are some of the tips for diabetics Um, you know raise your awareness that you could get sicker than a person who wasn't a diabetic and uh, especially if you have type 2 diabetes and you're really overweight um, so you got to be really cautious about that. So I hope that helps. Great question, though.
1: All right. Thank you for, <clears throat> for that question that came over uh, email there. Um, let's do, uh, this is another COVID question. Um, my 12-year-old daughter tested positive for COVID today. Pediatricians don't give meds for COVID. And the follow-up is, is it okay for her to take 50,000 IUs of vitamin D3, two grams of vitamin C twice daily, and 75 milligrams of zinc? Uh, and then it ends with, what do you recommend for a healthy 12-year-old to take for COVID?
0: Okay. Yeah, I, I w- if I was a pediatrician, I wouldn't treat you with ivermectin or that anyway. You don't need it. Kids do great with it unless they have a lot of risk factors like morbid obesity. Uh, but I would just take 50 milligram of zinc. Uh for the five days, and I would not take fifty thousand of D three. I'd take twenty five thousand at that age. If you're normal weight, normal weight of a twelve year old, um, vitamin C is fine. You can take take the higher doses of vitamin C. Um, so um, those are the things I would do, and kind of you know be thankful that they're just going ahead and getting it over with. Uh, but you know you should do fine as a twelve year old, healthy twelve year old with COVID and. You know, you can develop that innate immunity because, you know, it's going to run through your whole family anyway, uh, unless you've had recent COVID, probably. Um, Vax or not, it's, going, it's probably going to hit you. Now, there's some outliers. Sometimes you can't figure out why one person in the family doesn't get it. Everybody else gets it. Who knows? Um, but and a lot of those people actually had it when you go back and check their antibodies a month later in the blood test, So, uh, which is a good thing to do. But so, yeah, I would half the vitamin D. I'd take no more than 50 of, of zinc. And and just for five days, that 50 of zinc. And I don't think you need to use ivermectin. Um, and C, you can certainly take the the, the dose we recommend on C. Um, so basically, that's it. Um, All right. C, D, and zinc.
1: Thank you for, for that question. Um, let's get to a... There's a couple melatonin questions here. Uh, I read supplementing melatonin can help improve low hemoglobin. Is that true?
0: Um, I have seen some reports that it, that it may. Uh, even as little as one milligram um, of melatonin may help uh, stimulate more uh, red blood cells. So, um, yeah, um, it can. It can. There's a lot of uses for melatonin besides sleep. There's no doubt about it. And this, yeah, that's the next question. Um, <laughs> does taking melatonin, yeah, if you read, go ahead. If you read Dr. Schellenberger's, uh, uh, some of his exposés on melatonin, um, they're quite, uh, numerous. Um, so there's a lot of other benefits as well. Uh, kidney protection, heart protection, vascular protection, um, it's a pretty good anti-aging supplement. As you know, it's produced in the pineal gland in your brain, and it, it uh, is responsible for sleep and wake cycles. Um, and as you know, sleep is so uh, necessary for you to be healthy. If you're not sleeping, you're not going to be healthy. Kind of like if your gut's messed up, going to you're not going to be healthy either. So you have to work on your gut and sleep. But, yeah, I have a lot of people taking um, certainly – um, a lot more than one milligram for various reasons. Um, it's good for cancer protection. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of evidence that it really helps and a dose of 20 milligrams uh, can help breast cancer patients. So it's got a lot of varied uses um, off label and I don't think it can hurt anybody. So um, great question.
1: Um, okay, let's go to, this is a, a, a very, this is a fun one. Uh, cause I've actually, I read something about this today as well. Um, have you heard about a study that strongly suggests cannabis compounds to help in preventing COVID? Any thoughts on this?
0: I have read that, you know, I'm unsure about it. We're going to find out a lot more about cannabis once I open my Bristol, Virginia office. Um, so we'll see about that. But, um, you know, I had an interesting patient today that that told me that um, who has bph benign prostatic hypertrophy as older men get like me, and have a hard time urinating, you know, because your prostate gets enlarged. and uh, he's tried various things for it. And the only thing that works is cannabis for him for that. so that was a new one for me. um so, Interesting, but there's so many different types of cannabis with different uses. So, you know, um, who knows if it it may uh, help in preventing COVID? I I just, you know, don't have any experience with it myself. So, time will tell. We'll see if what we'll do is see if um, how many people on the Virginia side of State Street develop COVID versus the ones on the Tennessee side of State Street.
1: Uh, it's, it yet. is, a, it's very interesting. And what what I'd be, what I'd wonder is like, would the um, efficacy of that be very personalized? You know, it worked for one person and, and not the other. Um, it's, it's interesting. Um, so could, could, now most
0: people that listen to this may not know in Virginia, medical marijuana is legal in Tennessee. No. Right. So that's why that's why I'm going to go on that side of the street uh, just to See, because there's a lot of medical uses legitimate uh, for uh, marijuana, cannabis. Well, in, um, in,
1: in the main, you know, aim for this is, is to hopefully help out with some of the, the opioid uh, crisis up yeah. in, you know, Southwest Virginia, Upper East Tennessee, where it's really bad. Um, Everywhere. Yeah. Okay, let's see here. Let's go to uh, a baking soda question. Does baking soda harm the enamel of your teeth if you add half a teaspoon to a glass of water in the morning? Uh, <laughs> what would Doctor Bateman say if if Doctor Bateman is is with us tonight? Uh, please chime in. Uh, we'd love to, yeah. to to hear his thoughts on this. Uh, what's your What's your thoughts? I know.
0: I, I hope I hope he's on here. He can uh, kind of answer that for us. But I wouldn't think so because people use baking soda as their toothpaste. Um, so. I wouldn't think so at all. Now, as Dr. Bateman will tell you, um, tea is worth for staining your teeth than coffee is. So he told me that years ago, but uh, you know, I wouldn't think so because um, they put it in toothpaste and some people just use toothpaste for that purpose. Mm. So um, I went out this past week and bought a huge thing of baking soda (laughs) um, for different uses. If you look at my, a podcast on baking soda.
1: Um, I was a little shocked just to see all the different uses, uh, all the different ways. Uh, it kind of reminded me of like a a grandma's, you, you know, like your like old timey medicine uh, thing that that is like uh, all purpose uh, to a degree. I
0: know. Can't wait to use it on mosquito bites. Um, <laughs> all
1: right. So uh, there's the there's the baking soda secret. Um, that's the one of the books that, that, that Doc was talking about last week on on the show. Uh, he, he recommends everybody have a, a copy of that just on their coffee table. Um, if anything, just be kind of good to look up different things. Um, okay, I purchased prescriptions from an online doctor for the treatment of COVID and just finished using them after a positive test. Uh, follows up with, I sailed through without, with barely knowing I was sick. Uh, without barely knowing I was sick, now I would like to know if 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 or how I should detox from all the drugs I took. Any suggestions? So this is like a a detox question. They they were on a, a bunch of medications for COVID. Uh, they really never got that sick. Um, do you recommend patients do a detox? If so, how?
0: Um, you know I always recommend detox for every day for everybody, which means sweating, drinking a lot of water maybe getting in your infrared sauna, you know, if you're worried about your liver, take milk thistle and selenium, um, those type of things, but, and make sure, you know, you have normal bowel movements and you eat a lot of fiber and your diet's very clean um, and you avoid a lot of other toxic exposure. So, you know, nothing that I would, wouldn't would tell you to do. Uh, otherwise, I'm glad you, you got through um, COVID, check your antibodies in about a month and see what kind of antibody response you had. So it's always a good thing just to, for academic purposes to look at.
1: Um, well, what do you mean by so, academic purposes? Like just for just to be able to tell you your know, doctor? Just showing
0: reassurance. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's another uh, good reason if you've had COVID and recently and you have great antibodies, it's a good excuse to show somebody if they try to force you to get the vaccine, mm-hmm. you know. So... um and your own knowledge. That's what I mean by academic purposes. Okay. Um, um,
1: all right, we got to pick pycnos- And And
0: also because if you get severe COVID, you may have higher antibodies than if you have a real mild case. It's just neat to see where your antibody response is because you get a titer.
1: Okay. Super interesting there. Um, this is a pycnogenol question. Uh, we, we talked about it uh, in today's Common Sense MD uh, episode, what is the recommended dose for pignogenol Uh, it, I got a couple of questions like this and through email. Uh, uh, I, think mil- that
0: I just take one, one, I think it's, I think it's a thousand milligram. I have to look that up again. It's been, uh, it should be on my podcast, but it's just one pill a day.
1: So one, one a um, day.
0: Yeah. I'll make sure I'll get the bottle here in a minute and tell you, but, uh, of the pignogenol cause I've got it. I need to take my dose tonight. As a matter of fact, that's a good reminder because um, I did Of course, I started taking picnogenol uh, after reading that book. But uh, I'll look at it and see. I hate to tell you the wrong milligram. We'll, we'll get that. Uh, I, I
1: think. I think we we uh, were in the process of of, of grabbing that right now uh, for you there. So we'll get back to that question. Uh, last week you mentioned keto collagen. Is that the one by Ancient Nutrition? And then um, the one they take is I actually use Great Lakes Collagen. Do you have an opinion on that brand? So it sounds like what brand are you recommending?
0: Um, gosh, um, our keto Collagen, I don't think is either of those two. But um, I know Great Lakes is a good company. Uh, so I don't really have an opinion on that to be honest with you. And ours just says keto collagen. I'm trying to, I don't.
1: I think it's actually like I a, think, ke- I think it's like keto brand or something. It's, I think I the think brand is, is keto. keto brand.
0: Um. Yes. It's not the bulletproof brand, which is another good brand, but, um, so I don't really, yeah. Oh, excuse me. It's a hundred, it's a hundred milligram on the pycnogenol.
1: There we go. And Katie got that as well. hundred milligrams yeah. right there. Yeah. And there is the, from life extension. Um, <clears throat> perfect keto. Thank you, Katie. Um, um, perfect keto is the them. the collagen that 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 we have in the office, and um, and I believe he's been talking about. Um, so hopefully that helps there. Uh, let's get to one more. Let's see here before we go to the live questions. Um, let's see here. Uh, where am I? Where am I? Okay. Is it safe for a patient who is on blood pressure medicines? Amlodipine and lisinopril along with crestor to take ice cream. And if you're new to the show, um, ice cream is another word for ivermectin. Mm. <laughs> We've been using ice cream uh, when ivermectin. You can go was, ahead and use ivermectin. When ivermectin yeah. was not was a not so you know friendly safe word. Um, and then and then she goes on to say mother who is double DAX currently positive, I have medications, but was unsure about contraindications so they have ivermectin and all the medicines you you suggest for covid but it seems that they're on um and lodipine and lisinopril amlodipine. along with crestor
0: yeah uh yeah um yeah there's no contraindication you can certainly take that obviously you've got metabolic syndrome so definitely you can take that It won't interact the only person that um, this happened today it was a kidney transplant plant patient that, uh, was on anti-rejection drugs was told not to take ivermectin and instead to take hydroxychloroquine. So, um, that's the only real contraindication I've seen, uh, lately about picking ivermectin. Um, so good question.
1: Thank you for that question. I think that does it for, um, let's see here. Um, did I ask you the question about melatonin improving low hemoglobin? I did, didn't I? Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, all right. That does it for the questions that came in throughout the week. Um, if you're new here, uh, the, the second half of the show, we take live questions. So, uh, if you have a question for Dr. Rogers, um, just around health and wellness or, you know, any sort of, uh, we take a lot of COVID questions, uh, any sort of health question we'll take here in the comments. So we're gonna go through those now and uh we really appreciate the people sharing. That matters that means a lot to us. We we really appreciate it. Uh thank you all for being here live with us. Um let's see here. was a good question. Um let's see, hello from Abingdon. Oh, Doc is supposed to run. Okay, so um Lisa, will you remind me um i I know it was around um Mg. Uh, hold on. Where was that? US? Do you remember that? Um,
0: yeah, there was a question. Lisa, last w- week Lisa, about... will
1: you put that in there? Will you put it in the comments, please? Um, I'm I'm looking for for you, uh, for your question, um, Lisa, because I know you're right. We 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 left on that question. I think it was around Mgus. I believe. Um. So let's see here. Where are you? Um, and if the team, if you if you see Lisa's, uh, h- hello, Lisa, we want to answer your question. So if you can put that um, in there uh, in detail, that way we won't mess it up. Uh, we'll get to you real quick. Um, man, we really appreciate. Uh, we may mess it up. We'll
0: try not to mess it up.
1: <laughs> we may mess it up. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. Um, Okay, Uh, team, if you see Lisa's question pop up, let me know, uh, or go ahead and put it up there. Um, Let's go to a question real quick. Um, Let's see here. Um, This is an easy one. Uh, Shelly, yes, we will, um, to a degree. Uh, so this is about the list of services and products in the Bristol office. They're going to be um, very similar to the other three locations, um, especially at the beginning. So it'll be exactly the same. Um, so it will be on it will be on the list of services in on our website performancemedicine. Opens tomorrow. Opens, Opens tomorrow. tomorrow. First day. First day. So I, think, the, I think you're going to be in there tomorrow, aren't you? No, nah. no. Nah. No, it's I'll not be you. There Friday. You'll be there Friday. No, I'll be okay. there Friday. Yeah. Okay. All right. I believe, is it Andy or Pratik tomorrow? Pratik. Pratik will be there tomorrow. And Andy
0: will be there Thursday and Friday. I'll be there Friday as well.
1: All right. So. Let's see here. Um, all right. I'm losing my place, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, let's get to this. From Savannah. How would you restore stomach pH alongside eating clean? Uh, this had a lot to do with uh, baking soda, too, as well. Uh, wasn't that a, wasn't a lot yeah, of baking soda um, around restoring pH?
0: You know, stomach pH or the acidity of your stomach is an important thing because a lot of times when you have heartburn, you don't really know if it's too much acid. or may not be enough acid. So you can kind of check that. I mean, you could always you can, there are these strips you can get to put in your mouth that test your saliva for pH. Um, you can get those uh, more natural food stores and things like that. Um, I'm not sure exactly how accurate to really diagnose the the pH of your stomach, you'd have to put a, uh, a pH monitor in your stomach with it, you know, when you do it, swallow it. And some of the GI guys will do that rarely though, but um, <clears throat> it's kind of, it's kind of important, really. So, what I tell people to do is the betaine test, and you can go get uh, hydrochloric acid. It's, It comes in a pill called betaine. And this is especially good if you have a lot of reflux and you're not sure if you have too much acid or, or not enough because um, it's about half and half, really. So, what a lot of people do, they just go immediately think it's too much acid. Um, and prescribe a ppr you know an an h2 blocker and it'll to cut the acid out of your stomach and it may be the worst thing you can do Uh, so if you get a betaine tablet and you take one and you have immediate heartburn that means you you have too much acid in your stomach if you wait a couple minutes take another one you still have no you don't have any heartburn take a third one, you don't have any heartburn, uh, then you probably don't have enough uh, acid in your stomach. And you keep taking them, like on your fourth one or fifth one, if you get heartburn, then that shows you how many of those you need to take, how much acid you need to add to your stomach before you eat a meal to help you digest your food. That sounds kind of crazy doing that test, but I've actually done it. And um, it's a pretty cool thing, really, because one of the worst things you can do is get on something like meprazol or nexium for the rest of your life without really knowing because that, that can have a lot of side effects that's one of the medicines i try to get people off of um you know it's really only has a two-week indication it definitely works for heartburn but the ppis are definitely one of the the no-nos to stay on for long periods of time uh, unless you have a condition called barrett's esophagus then you may need them uh for long periods of time uh but, um, yeah, acid stomach's really interesting. So you can do the betaine test and see, um, that, that's the best way I know how to do it. It's simple. It's cheap.
1: So Savannah, great, great Thank question. you for that question. I love that question. Any pH question we've, we've actually talked a little bit about PPIs and, and that whole problem, uh, cause, uh, more people than you realize stay on for too long. Um, let's get to Misty's question. Uh, hi, do you have a, hello, Misty. Thank you for, for hanging out with us. Uh, do you have anything to help someone's taste and smell come back with COVID? This is a common question, Misty. So, so thank you for asking. Uh, what's kind of your go-to right now?
0: Well, of course you need to be on zinc and you need to probably take flow uh, Flonase, um, you know, nasal steroid spray. Um, and the other thing that I've started using is something called IGY. It's a powder that is kind of a micronized, uh, um, good bacterial uh, supplement that comes from eggs. Um, you know, you might want to link that. Uh, yeah, put a link on their bend or their website. But I, but it's been amazing. I've used this stuff kind of experimentally uh, for long hauler COVID patients. And the thing that I noticed right off the bat, um, and I'm just starting to do this, but I've actually ordered a bunch because it's working pretty well, um, is the first person I gave it to, um, they had their their taste and smell back and they'd had it gone for months, they had it back in two days. And, um, uh, one of my PAs uh, had COVID recently and uh, the worst thing was, did fine with it, but just really didn't like losing the taste and smell. So I gave her the uh, IGY and within two hours it, it came back. So maybe that's SIBO, maybe it's, you know, who knows what it was. So look up IGY. That's, to me, that's the most exciting thing that's come along for that. The other thing you can do, is try to retrain your sense of smell by, you know, just smelling coffee beans and 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 telling yourself this is coffee beans or um, cinnamon or anything real strong, uh, and you can associate it with it, and you can maybe retrain your brain a little bit. But uh, IGY, that's really exciting.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's some interesting stuff. It's really some of the results I know you're seeing is is wild and amazing. Uh, I know you're talking a lot about the combination of Digest Shield with IGY, uh, with patients in regards to uh, restoring the gut as well. Um, I think it's IGYNutrition.com, um, and I will if 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 we don't put that in there now, we will after the show. Uh, but I believe it's IGYNutrition.com. Um, and we're going to get to Lisa's questions. Lisa, thank you so much for, for being patient with us. Um, my sister had COVID last year, uh, and this question's from last week. This year she has found out she has an abnormal protein level in her blood. They tell her she has MGUS. Do you think that is a result of COVID?
0: Wow. Um, MGUS, That that stands for... Monoclonal gammopathy of undetermined significance, I'm pretty sure. Um, That abnormal protein in your blood is called the M protein. And usually you see this, I don't have a lot of experience with this, but um, undetermined, because nobody knows really, you know, really why you get it or what caused it. But um, I can tell you that um, COVID can definitely set off some autoimmune. Type things, And I assume this is probably autoimmune, although it's a blood dyscrasia, meaning it's uh, the bone marrow is putting out an abnormal protein called the M protein. And usually this, this really, this disease is usually undetermined significance because it's usually not significant. People don't know they have it mm. unless they really do some pretty extensive testing um and find it you know i think some people have had rashes or maybe um neuropathies with that disease but it usually affects older men um and it usually is pretty benign but it warrants knowing you have it if you're lucky enough to discover it um because you need to follow it because i think maybe like one percent or less will turn into something more significant, like leukemia or multiple myeloma, which multiple myeloma is a blood cancer, and so is leukemia. So it certainly um, uh, is something you need to follow, but it's unlikely it's going to cause a big problem or symptoms. But again, I'm not a hematologist, so this is outside my field. But um, you know, you have to kind of think something, something, some type of infection usually sets off, um, other things like cancer and, uh, or development of type one diabetes or Hashimoto's thyroiditis or, um, you know, um, things like that. It, rheumatoid arthritis may be a result of Lyme disease, um. So maybe MS, maybe also. So a lot of times there's an infectious etiology that can precipitate something like that. But, um, so I hope your sister does fine and just make sure that she doesn't freak out about having MGUS, but that it's followed by a hematologist. uh, And so that uh, it doesn't develop into anything else um, more significant, but a very low chance of that. If you look at the stats on that, and again, that's coming from somebody who's not a hematologist, but uh,
1: it also seems like it's mm-hmm. a good thing that uh, they know they have MGUS, so they can they can follow it, um, is what I'm hearing as well. Um, yeah, because a lot yeah. of people don't I know who ever have
0: discovered it. that must must have really been good because that's something that it's not a routine test. Uh, but um,
1: well, uh, Lisa, I hope that helps. Thank you so much for uh, for being patient with us. And uh, and hopefully, hopefully that's helpful. We'll be thinking about your about your sister. Um, okay, let's go to um, a question here. On let's see, let's go to a YouTube question from Gene. Jean. Um, Jean Gene asks, "Can you take pignogenol if you take losartan blood pressure medication?"
0: Yes, uh uh-huh. definitely can. There's no contraindication of that. You know, pignogenol probably is going to help lower your blood pressure, so if it lowers it too much, you may be able to wean off the, uh, the low sartan. Um, so, uh, so yeah, you, it won't be any danger. Just, just make sure that if you stand up and your blood pressure drops out, you know, that that's what you've done. You should do that with any, you know, there's no interaction there, but, um, things can add up and maybe you can alleviate the need to take a prescription blood medicine. If the pignogenol works for you. Don't just switch them out, you know, one for the other and assume it to that it's going to work as quickly as low or a blood pressure medicine. But um, you can certainly add it and see what happens and monitor the blood pressure. Great question. Uh, thank you for that question. Same thing with your diabetic medicines because it helps diabetes as well. So don't stop your diabetes medicine, but watch out for your blood sugars. And if they start coming down, you may be able to lower what's uh, your home for your diabetes.
1: Um, All right. Thank you for that, Gene. Let's go to back to Facebook here. Uh, Let's see if I can find. um, This is a Dr. McCullough question. Um, Megan asked, I saw an interview with Dr. Peter McCullough, and he said he didn't think a person could get COVID more than once. Um, what do you think of that? And you kind of addressed that in your State of the Union. Uh, but for for Megan here, kind of what's your thoughts with, with what you're seeing in the office?
0: I think you can get it more than once. I've just seen too much of it. Documented patients that I know who have had um, COVID twice. Um, so I, I kind of um, I, I saw the interview. Of course, it's a great interview. It's great smart doc and he treats a ton of COVID and he really researches it. Um, he thinks that one of those tests were probably a false positive, which could be the case. The testing is not the greatest in the world, but um, certainly I've, I've had to deal with treating COVID twice and uh, several, several people. Um, you know, I guess a lot of it depends on how far apart um the um, immunity is, again, you're dealing with a virus that can mutate. So certainly like any cold virus or flu virus, you you know, you can get the flu more than once uh, um, because it that virus mutates. So it makes sense to me that you could get it more than once. Um, It does seem that um, innate immunity and makes the most sense for having long lasting, um, you know, T cell immunity um that you may not even be able to measure you can get that t detect test that's a lot more more accurate than the than the b cell antibody tests that are done routinely but um i mean if you talk to him he's pretty adamant about about that fact but uh i've seen it so um i just try to use common sense so um i certainly think you can
1: All right. Um, Let's see here. Mary D. Lynn asks, is there there help to get strength and energy back after COVID? I'm going back to work tomorrow, and I'm dreading it. Today is day 11.
0: Yeah, certainly. You know, fatigue is the main thing I see post-COVID. Headache, uh, loss of taste and smell. Although really not seeing that so much with Omicron variant, I rarely see one that's lost taste or smell with this new variant that's out. Um, so, uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff you can do. Um, you know, there, um uh, continue your vitamin regimen in, in the normal doses. Um, I like CoQ10 and PQQ supplements for that. And one thing really on a very clean diet, you know, do not eat sugar. You know, I've had some long haulers. For months, it it cut out all the sugars in three days, they feel great. So be very clean about your diet. Maybe even do some intermittent fasting. Um, You know, A lot of it depends on the the shape you're in previous to your getting the COVID. The better shape you're in, the more quicker you're gonna recover for sure. Uh, Get out and take walks, breathe fresh air, go on an infrared sauna, sweat. Uh, make sure you get a great night's sleep. Um, you know, I've dealt with a lot of brain fog. I put somebody today that had brain fog for months on ProVigil, a medicine we use for narcolepsy. And I've used that many times for post COVID brain fog. And it really helps. So sometimes I use that. Um, Cognitex is, a, is another um, supplement that by Life Extension that we use to prevent or delay dementia. And that's been a pretty good one for, um, brain fog, but for, for and the B vitamins, certainly, you know, B vitamins are energy vitamins. Um, you know, even come by for a, a Vita-trim shot, which is our, uh, we call it a weight loss shot, but it's certainly methylated B12 with some other vitamins in it that give you a lot of energy. Um, I take one a week anyway. I love them, but, um, but so, those are some of the things you can do certainly and give it a little time because if you had pretty severe COVID, um, you, can, you can feel the effects for a while. And that's a good question. That brings up the question earlier on detox uh, from the medications that you took from COVID. Um, uh, so it's a really good question.
1: Um, All right. We get- the, the
0: NAC also, take NAC. And high dose uh, omega threes. Those are the other things that I like you to do.
1: All right, let's get to to Shelley's question here. Um, do patients who are on preventative ivermectin and vitamins do well when they get COVID? Do any of them ever need hospitalization? Um, you might have a feel for that, or I'm sure there's there's outliers. What's your thoughts on that?
0: Yeah you know, when I, when I see your all's picture up there, it looks like you're on some kind of beach somewhere. (laughs) It must be travel agents or something, because every time I see your picture, it's on a beach or somewhere traveling. But, um, yeah, patients are on preventative ivermectin. Um, they, they tend to do better. I was on, uh, ivermectin, uh, and I still got COVID. I had a prolonged exposure to it and, um, still got it. So, uh, you can still get COVID if you're on it. They say it's about 80% protective, but it depends on the uh, amount of exposure you have with COVID. Um, and they generally, I found that they do do better if they're on a uh, vitamin regimen, for sure. I mean, that's why I talked about President Biden sending all the vitamin D out instead of these test kits. Um, yeah, um, you should get on d- high dose of vitamin D daily. Um I think something like eighty percent of the people that are hospitalized with COVID have low vitamin D. So there's no doubt in my mind that that helps. And also zinc and C are one of the main ones. But yes, you can you can you can get you can end up in the hospital with COVID no matter what you do. Um, you, you really can. So that's why you need to take this seriously. And you know, and sometimes that's that's the resort is to is to go to the hospital if your po2s aren't coming up with the treatments um, you know it doesn't mean you'll have to go on vent if you enter the hospital or hopefully it won't give you remdesivir you certainly don't have to take it Um, it's not working too well at all but uh which ironically is the only approved drug for covid so um so yes you can end up in the hospital no matter what you do, from day one, and usually you're going to have a comorbid condition. But there's there's been outliers out there now. Whether that's some kind of genetic mutation, which has been theorized, but you can still you still can't end up in the hospital, no matter what you do. It's a lot less likely, but um, um, that's why you take it seriously. I mean, COVID's it's killed a lot of people. Um, it really has.
1: Um, let's so get to – I, I want to I wanna get to Alicia's question here because it seems like uh, she's going through it as we speak. Um, Alicia says, I'm on day eight and have been taking ivermectin. I took the full dose for the first four days, and then I dropped, a, dropped to half a dose, and I've been taking this still today. I feel better but have chest pressure and I'm getting nervous. My doctor called me in prednisone, but it said you can – but said you can decrease immune system with it if you don't require oxygen. Can I start the full ivermectin dose again tomorrow? I have not tested, but treating it like it's COVID.
0: So you haven't tested your own diet, but you're pretty sure you have COVID. I, would, I always do the test just to see, to make sure it's COVID. You know, if you have a if you have those symptoms and you have a positive test, you have COVID. If you have a negative test, that doesn't necessarily mean you uh, don't have COVID, but... Um, Yeah, you can go ahead and and take the full dose of ivermectin uh, until you get better or turn the corner for sure. And I I usually don't add prednisone until days four or five because it's true that that first four or five days you're trying to kill the virus. And if you give a steroid like prednisone, it can uh, hamper killing of bacteria and viruses. So that's why I usually don't add prednisone until day four or five. And at that time, if you're not getting better, better, definitely add prednisone and maybe even use higher doses, you know, look at your PO2 and see kind of where you are. Um, And certainly take all the other um, uh, vitamins that we recommend as well. Hope you're taking uh, zinc for sure. Uh, Add NAC. And I've I've worked the dose of uh, prednisone pretty high on a lot of people, Um, and some people need oxygen. You know, we've certainly sent people oxygen to their houses. Um, But yeah, you can definitely start the the full dose again. Uh, Get on another five days. Continue taking the uh, prednisone that your doctor called in. Definitely helps. Um, Add NAC. Take all the vitamins. Um, and I love you. Should be on inhaled uh, budesonide by nebulizer. That's that's a game changer. I really think, especially if you're feeling it in your chest. So um, hopefully you can get some inhaled uh, um, uh, budesonide. Uh, works really good. Um, so um, and keep an eye on those on those O2 sets. Um, Alicia,
1: hopefully that hopefully that helps. Uh, man, I'm seeing so many of you guys share the, the show tonight. Thank you so much. Uh, Denise, thank you. Tracy, thank you. Uh, that means so much to us. We really appreciate that. Um, Savannah has a question. Um, I had COVID back in September. I shortly got my taste back and smell it was normal. Then weeks later, my, my smell changed. Meat, eggs, onions, and other things smell bad. Uh, what can I do to help this? Is this from COVID? Uh, why did my smell come, uh, why did my smell come back normal, then change? That's interesting. I've seen
0: that a lot. I've seen that happen a lot. Yeah, it came from COVID, no doubt about that. Um, it just makes you wonder if something they cooked up some weird formula in some lab in China that caused it all this. That's what I'm thinking. But um, you're supposed to laugh at that. He's uh, <laughs> you, laughing on cue now. I'm trying.
1: I'm um, trying to figure out where where I'm at in the, in the questions and. Uh, and I, I knew you said something funny, and then and then you 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 affirmed it that you did in fact say something. You that... Didn't think I was funny
0: at all. Katie says I'm not even funny, <laughs> this thing, but I try to inject a little humor into it. If you can't laugh at things, you're not going to be healthy. Okay,
1: <laughs> guys, but, la- um, laugh yeah, a little. Weird. Can we laugh a little it's bit on the true. show?
0: Um. So yeah, I mean, I've really seen a lot of weird things as far as like things tasting terrible and a lot of times it can change around. It makes me think there may be some gut dysfunction. And that's one thing I'm excited about the IGY product. I'm hoping that will help and certainly pay attention to your gut. If your gut's off, then you certainly need a a probiotic or digest shield, which is the best thing we have for guts. Um, Get some of that and see if things change around a little bit and then consider uh, the IGY product that we're working with right now. And, but yeah, that's not too uncommon. It really isn't. Um, Sweat, you know, that's, that's a good sign that your body needs to detoxify. Well, take milk thistle, um, get an infrared sauna if you can. Um, Leave sugars out. Um, Take Flonase, take zinc. Um, You know, when you take zinc, especially the lozenges, they can really make things taste different. So the zinc in itself can make something taste different.
1: That's interesting. I
0: um, uh, found that out myself when I I chewed up zinc lozenges. Um, the the capsules don't don't affect me that way, but certainly the lozenges really really throw my taste off. Um, so try those things and see what happens. It's not unusual.
1: Um, all right, let's get to, to Mark's question here. I think this is a good one. Um, could pycnogenol be used to treat the micro blood clots caused by S proteins?
0: Um, yeah. Uh, you know, if you read that book, they, they talk about a lot of this. Pycnogenol is just so good for for your blood, for your endothelial lining. Um, it's protective in a lot of ways. But, uh, yeah, it certainly could. Great Great question.
1: And here's, here's one from Candace. I, I love what, like there's so many of you guys are putting in just amazing comments, uh, that are so helpful. So I'd encourage everybody, um, if you're live with us now, look at the comments. There's so much, uh, uh, great information, um, coming from, uh, the people that are with us live. So thank you for that. And I know, uh, Dr. Sammons is in there as well. Dr. Sammons, uh, so glad you're to good. see you in here. She's a, a wealth of information, hey, doctor,
0: Dr. Sammons. While I have you, you're going to see one of my patients tomorrow. And if you can let me and her know, if you've had a kidney transplant and you're on, I'm pretty sure she's on some transplant medications, the doctor, her transplant surgeon told her not to take ivermectin, uh, but it's okay to take hydroxychloroquine. So if you know of a contraindication to that, let me know. I know you use some other things that are similar to it, but I hadn't particularly heard that, but I told her not to take it if they said not to, but... Um, and certainly I'm okay with her being on hydroxychloroquine. So you'll see her tomorrow anyway, but just uh, I told her I would talk with you about that. So I'm sure that's you've always got some great ideas on it. But uh, for Candace So um, Candace
1: is saying uh, she continued to eat hot, spicy food, sniffed potent essential oils, and got taste and smell back in less than 10 days. Uh, that, that That's great advice right there. You know, just kind of.
0: Oh, that is good advice. And Candace, uh, congratulations for winning the, WNBA playoffs. Uh, I knew you. I knew you were going to say something year. about that. I can't believe we have Candace Parker in the house. Candace, that's, that's I'm sure great. you.
1: I'm sure you get that quite a bit. And we're we're from Tennessee, so you were
0: you were one of the first uh, lady of all to dunk in a game, and that was impressive to me. But um, <laughs> well, anyway, Candace has a question,
1: or Evangeline has a question. Let's get to Evangelon's question. Evangelon, thank you so much for being here, man. I'm still looking at your at your vitamin cabinet. Uh, look at that about weekly just to, to see what you're doing. Um, so, so Evangelon's question is what's the best anti-aging face cream? This is a great one.
0: Oh, there's a lot of them out there. Certainly uh, retinol or some form of vitamin A, Uh, retin A is great. You got to use it slowly. So it doesn't burn your face too much, but, um, and vitamin C serum is really good. Um, and there's also some collagen products, um, Gosh, uh, I'm trying to remember that collagen product that I have that's um, really good for uh, it's bio, I think it's called BioFirm, but it helps you produce more collagen. I'll try to figure that out. But I'd say the, you know, the standbys are certainly, I mean, you'll never see a 30 year old uh, dermatologist that doesn't use some form of vitamin A on their face um, uh, for cell turnover and certain certainly vitamin c serum is a really good one Um, and i love triple lipid those good fats that's a great moisturizer Um, but if you ever have any questions on on facial creams my daughter kelly who's my esthetician certainly is amazing uh but the uh, i love the BioFirm stuff but um, this was just handed to me here Oh, that's triple lipid problem. Yeah, but um, the one in the blue bottle is the one I was looking for. But of course, this one—if you can see it—there's uh, all kinds of great stuff. Um, anything, remember, anything you put on your face can go in your bloodstream. So put something safe on the, on your face. Um,
1: and uh, and Evangeline's but, asking about the uh, melatonin as well. What what uh, brand? Um, you recommend? And I, and I believe, uh, you like life extension for melatonin, don't you?
0: I usually love life extension products, but, um, here's the bio serum. This is a really good one here. You see that Evangeline?
1: Neocutis bio serum. Yep. I got it.
0: As, as the peptides in it. I think that's a really good one. Um, but yeah, melatonin, I find that the longer acting melatonins are much better, um, you know, life extension, but you got to get the uh, continual release ones. Uh, the ones that don't, the immediate release ones don't work as well. There there was a new one somebody mentioned to me. It may have been Mark. I think it was Renew or, um, but that, that looked really promising uh, because sometimes if you get, short acting melatonin, immediate release, you know, you, you'll find yourself waking up at two in the morning. So I think you need some kind of continual release melatonin. Uh, and you got to experiment with it around to see. That's why I wear my aura ring every day uh, and every night to, to see what kind of deep and REM sleep that I get. Um, so uh, hey. the proof's in the pudding, this thing doesn't lie. I mean, it'll give you a very accurate assessment of how you slept that night. Uh, the previous night. So. One
1: other thing with, with mm. melatonin, I've, I've actually been taking um, melatonin at night through, <laughs> it sounds wild, but through chocolate, and it's through this company, uh, Zenevo. Uh, a good friend of ours, Eddie Raymond, um, started this. It's based out of Knoxville. Uh, this, of course, is vitamin D. Um, but apparently, in, in one of our first podcasts, we interviewed him, and apparently chocolate is a great a medium for nutrients to get to the cells. So, uh, I've been taking, uh, melatonin, uh, through white chocolate. Um, and I'm sure they, I'm sure you can find that online, uh, anywhere really. But, it messes
0: up your inter, your intermediate fasting. If you're, you're doing it does. that, but yeah. yeah, that's, that's a good product though. That's um, a good point a really about the intermittent product.
1: fasting though. Um, okay, yeah. let's get to a few more guys oh. before we, uh, before we bounce out of here. Let's see. Um, Let's see, where is a question that I can get to fast. Um, And again, if we don't get to your question, guys, tonight, we'll uh, make it first up next week. This is one from Kathy. Will steroid shots affect uh, BHRT?
0: Shouldn't. Uh, Of course, that's bioidentical hormone replacement therapy. No. um, You know, I don't know of any contraindication of that at all. Keep taking your BHRT. Um, but steroid shots can you know they can hype you up a little bit you may not sleep as well the night or two after you take it and certainly it can shoot your blood sugars up if you're pre-diabetic or diabetic uh, if you get too much steroid, you could have weight gain and uh, fluid retention um, but I haven't seen it really mess up any hormone replacement therapy again this steroid uh or short-term use only unless you got a really severe condition where you have to take it all the time and it's it's really fraught with a lot of side effects but, uh,
1: um, um all right and this question. is a great question there kathy uh daily dose of vitamin d uh i'm taking five 000, no i'm taking ten thousand now i'm taking ten thousand i use a day what's your uh what's your daily dose
0: um well the normal dose is going to be around 5,000 for most people. Again, you don't know what your dose should be unless you get your levels checked. So start out with 5,000 IUs. And uh, for anybody over 30 years old, you ought to get the D with vitamin K and the D with K. Uh, What the vitamin K does is allow the vitamin D to bring the calcium into your bones, not your arteries or joints. Uh, You know, so... Um, deal with K, start out with 5,000, um, especially if you're an adult. So.
1: Um, Nicole asked, how do you spread your vitamins out if they make you sick? This is a common question. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah,
0: you know, they certainly can. I take a lot of vitamins as well, and I spread them out throughout the day. And certainly, <coughs> like with zinc, you don't want to take that unless you're eating some fat, you know, food. The, most, the, the ones that make you most nauseated are or zinc and a multivitamin. Those are the two got to be careful with. So take them with your biggest meal of the day, especially a good fatty meal that you want, the good fats. Um, and spread them out. I mean, I take mine at three different times during the day. Um, and I take mine mostly, except for the magnesium at night, uh, I t- usually try to take it with a little bit of food. Of course, I'm fasting at night, so... Let's take the magnesium on an empty stomach. It doesn't bother me, and as well as melatonin, that that doesn't bother me. Uh, some people are more sensitive than others. So, and and add your vitamins one at a time to see which one may be the offending agent as far as that goes. So, add them slowly and experiment around with taking it with food.
1: Uh, it um, seems we have a, a respiratory therapist here. Uh, thank you so much for for hanging out with us on YouTube. Uh, and they say that currently, currently have COVID totally agrees on the budesonide treatments. Uh, so thank awesome. you. Thank you for that. Awesome. Thank you for letting us know. That
0: can be a really, uh, that can be a game changer. Um, and usually we prescribe it twice a day, but we use it, we use it up to four times a day. And if you're an asthmatic or already on albuterol or, or a bronchodilator, certainly take your bronchodilator first about 30 minutes before so that you can get that inhaled steroid into your lungs. But uh, man, if you're a respiratory therapist, you, you've seen it in the last two years, haven't you? My admiration's out for you. You're on the front lines, and uh, you know have a lot of uh, respiratory therapists that are patients, and uh, they look pretty worn out. Um, so,
1: thank you for for all that you guys are doing, and thank you for for hanging. I out wish with you could time. sneak
0: a few. I wish you could sneak a few ivermectin pills to some of these <laughs> patients. <laughs> <laughs> I tell um, their family sneak them bring it if you get to visit and bring them a few ivermakes <laughs> with you um
1: uh, don uh, and steve asked a common question my vitamin d does not have k what is the dosage for k with 5,000 i use or 10,000 i use
0: man my vitamin d with k can you go get that d with k and let me see how much k2 is in there i'm, I'm not sure let me before i tell you this for sure um Remember, and I'm an old man. I can't remember exact doses of everything, so I have to look <laughs> it up on the K2. The K, I'm thinking it's one to two thousand, but I was totally wrong on the picnogenol. So let me let me look and see how much <laughs> K is in there. Uh, and certainly, now here's another thing: when you get COVID <clears throat> or any cold or illness, I always bump up your vitamin D to fifty <clears> thousand. Still take your one D with K. Do not take fifty thousand to deal with K because you know vitamin K can also clot your blood, you know, taken at higher doses. That's one thing we use use it for, uh, to stave off bleeding. But, um, well, let's see if I can find this here. I'm gonna uh, have to use my <laughs> flashlight here, Ben. <laughs> my tech geeks not working tonight
1: well. <laughs> he's he's trying to yeah, read he's bet. trying to read the label right now
0: yeah because these things are really small <laughs> yeah that's right it was a thousand a thousand yep yep actually in this one they give um you get k1. K2, okay, you get three different forms of K. So, and this is one I really like just because you get it in both. But if you're going to add one, add one to 2000 of, of uh, K2, preferentially. So, but that's one I really like. Okay. All right. Hopefully, Good that, question,
1: though. great question, Donna and Steve. I, I love that question because I know uh, so many people are thinking the same thing. Um, around the aura ring i think if you just uh, search for aura o-u-r-a um i think there's just one brand of it uh that's the there one is.
0: That- It's it's been named the the top um bio measure of the year for last year it certainly uh beats the all the other stuff with like the whoop and the garmin and the apple um, and this year the new one upgraded and they, they're going to shortly be able to have the technology to uh, read your po2 your oxygen saturation so super cool um, but heart rate variability is very important um so it's it's i just love my aura ring uh, it just gives me a lot of good information on and it's very accurate very accurate
1: um thank um, you for for that Iram. grandma mary i see you hope you're doing well up there in the mountains in the snow. Uh, gosh, Tammy, thank you so much. We're going to, we're going to call it a night. Um, doc, any closing remarks? Mary D. Lynn, thank you for the comment there. Uh, Barbara, uh, IGY, uh, go to IGY It's the best explanation of what IGY is. Uh, and I'll put that link, um, in the Facebook comments, uh, here after the show. Um, any closing comments, man? Uh, oh, keto, um, keto was the telecaster. <laughs> Uh, oh you, yeah, you you saw it. Is that a Telecaster in the back?
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, Keto Bandito. Can you recognize what Telecaster it is? I mean, there's a lot of different types of Telecaster. That happens to be a very special one. Um, <laughs> if if you can't guess it, uh, I I'll go ahead and tell you. It's the fiftieth anniversary Jimmy Page edition. So it's got a lot of little neat. Uh, it's neat little things on it. It sounds great. I play it through a Fender um, amp, which I wish I had a picture on. Uh, I wish I had an old Fender amp, but it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a newer uh, kind of a remodel of um, the old Tweed amps that they have. But, uh, but yeah, that's a great. You must be a guitar player. You have to come over. I'm, I'm looking for somebody. I'm going to put a call out right now. I'm looking for somebody to come over and jam with me a little bit. <laughs> um, uh, when I went to hear a concert in Bristol last week on this blues artist, you've shout out ra- to you've Troy. Been, you've
1: been raving about this guy. Um,
0: that was the best guitar player I've ever heard by far. Uh 21 year old guy who plays blues guitar out of Mississippi. Um, that's the best guitar player I've ever heard in my life. And I've seen, Tommy Emmanuel many times I've seen Eric Clapton three times and he was the best I've seen, uh, just incredible player. But uh, that's the Jimmy Page uh, anniversary model. It does come with the mirrors on it. If you look, if you know anything about Led Zeppelin, Jimmy Page had mirrors on that guitar, and they actually have them that you can put on that guitar. Um, you know, he 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 liked his Les Paul fifty nine uh, uh, custom black beauty but uh, that was his probably his favorite guitar but uh, this is certainly he played a lot of he played his telecaster a lot so
1: let's get let's get um, april's question in real quick um does someone under the age of thirty need vitamin k on a daily uh, along with um, vitamin D
0: not really you know if you're healthy and all and not real overweight or have arthritis or anything not really it's you can take it I mean it's not it's not going to hurt you at all um, it, it may in fact uh, be even beneficial so I don't just don't take 50,000 of the D with K so great question though
1: all right thank you for that April I'm, guys I'm move
0: for, keto, for keto bandito hang on oh, there we go I'm gonna rotate I'm gonna rotate this just a little bit
1: oh there he is.
0: Now there, another guitar rotates into the pitcher, Keto. Do you know? Of course, there's my Strat on the right. That was my first real <laughs> guitar, real electric. But uh, if you recognize that one, then you know you're good at guitars, uh, Keto. But I, I will go ahead and tell you, since you're not responding.
1: Well, should we? Should we? Should we? Here. Should we say it next week?
0: I'll oh, see. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it next week. We'll so see we'll see if they come we'll up see. with the exact model of that. I know, you know what brand, what type of guitar it is, but the specific one is pretty unique. So yeah, we'll talk about that next
1: week. Um, <laughs> all right, guys, we're going to get and out. There, of and there's the
0: black, there's the black beauty right there. <laughs> um, that's not a 59. It's a 1980 Les Paul custom right there. Keto.
1: We need so, to, we need to have that guitar a
0: guitar is heavy. That's a heavy guitar. You know,
1: we need to have a guitar, uh, uh, a guitar only show. Um, I don't know do, do. go, go over some of these classics. Um, but, but anyways, okay. we should get off here, doc. We really appreciate the time guys. Thank you so much for, That's for fine. hanging out. Uh, if you've stuck around this long and you have a guess, uh, for what that guitar is, we'll, we'll have to, we'll have to uh, do, do a little, um, Give a little prize out or something. We'll come up yeah, with yeah. Let's give
0: let's give something free out, like a a free B twelve shot or something,
1: oh, no, can... or send a di- some or digestio, vitamins. or send
0: you send some vitamins. We'll send a, a digestion yeah. bottle.
1: We'll, yeah, we'll get yeah, one. that's worth yeah.
0: that's really that's really worth it. So we'll, we'll do that. If you, you now you can't just guess. You got to be pretty specific about that guitar.
1: Okay. <laughs> Uh-oh. Sorry. All right. Uh guys, we're gonna get off here. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Oh, let's see what keto says. Keto has a Oh, keto, oh. man. No.
0: No. Not it. No. Yeah, keep guessing. You have to, you
1: know. No. Digest shield on the <laughs> <That's> on my- <laughs> the line, man. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go, guys. Um, thank you so much. Uh Dr. Rogers, thank you so much for the time. Deb, I see you. We're gonna get to um uh any questions we didn't carry, I see you. Uh, Bianca, thank you. Keto Bendito, thank you for, for hanging out again. Roel, Evangeline, Mark, thank you guys. Uh, if we didn't get to your question, Katie uh, on the team, Katie Gagley, thank you so much for uh, for 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 like going through all the answers and, and helping us out on the back end. We appreciate you. Uh, Nicole, uh, can we get a good look at it again? <laughs> there it is. If you get it right, it's, we'll send you we'll send you a digestive bottle on us.
0: It's that white guitar. You got to be pretty specific though. Not, um, not the year, just the kind of the make. So anyway.
1: Um. So and, so if you have that answer, put it in the in the comments. I'll see who put it in first. Uh, Mary D. Lynn, thank you. Uh, Carrie, yes, we totally agree. <laughs> we totally agree. Uh, because of her, we we got. Uh, the Bristol office is is, is going to be up and running tomorrow. Thanks to Katie. Uh, Somebody
0: guessed it, the guitar. They put guitar.
1: A Gretchen. Okay, is that a is that a guitar from Terry?
0: Uh, well, no, that's not how you spell it. Plus, that's not specific enough, Terry. <laughs> no, Terry, you're not going to get that. So they think it's a, So Lisa answer.
1: thinks it's a Gretch. They both. Everyone thinks it's a Gretch.
0: You're getting close. You're getting very close. Yeah, that's pretty obvious. It's a Gretch. Okay, you got to come up with something. <laughs> A little more specific than that,
1: uh, Sandra. Thank you. We love you too. Um, got, got to be more specific than the Gretsch guys. Um, yeah,
0: it is a Gretsch. That's pretty dang obvious. You saw the the Humbuckers and you saw the, you know, the Bigsby and all, but you didn't.
1: We didn't roll. We didn't. But
0: you got to be pretty specific. It is a vintage guitar, a remake of a vintage. You know, I can't afford can that vintage say they, guitar. If they
1: get it, you'll play You'll play your song. Uh, I may even uh, Chet play Atkins. Uh, Stairway to
0: Heaven. Chet did play a Gretsch, but I may even come up with a rendition of Stairway to Heaven on it. I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. We love you. We're going to get out of here. Uh, Doc, thanks for the time. Uh, Nicole, thank you for hanging out. Lisa, thank you, thank you. Uh, Denise, as always, thank you for sharing. Thank you for being here. We appreciate all you. Dr. Sammons, thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, Robin Riddle, thank you for hanging out tonight. We love you. Um, all right, we're gonna we're gonna call it a night. We will see you guys next Tuesday. Tuesday at 7. We'll be back. Live QA show. Oh, Doc, I'll see you later, okay? Don't go away.